0: Church, Charlotte. I thought I would teach us something that's kind of been in my heart, uh, and it's been uh, kind of forward in my in my thinking. Um, and I have really enjoyed Pastor Nathan's teaching as regards just our life and, and living, serving the Lord. Um. <clears throat> So, uh, it, it, has, it has stirred my heart in some things. I appreciate uh, my life in God. And, um, and so, I, I really want to, it'll be a teaching tonight on, and if I could give it a title that may help us, you may not see maybe the, what it really is, deals with entirely until you get toward the end. But uh, it's, I want to teach you on the topic, Destined for Richness destined for richness and um i have i will just briefly give you just a, a little testimony here on my life i think i think your personal testimony is um is one of the greatest resources that this world could have from you to them what god has done for your life and I was at, uh, I remember at the young tender age of about eight years old, um, I went to church with my grandmother, a wonderful saint of God, um, and Brother Joe Strand was preaching in Lone Oak, Arkansas, and for the first time I felt the touch of the Lord, and so I went to the altar, and I cried, and I cried, and I prayed, and it was really the first time that, that I could remember uh, feeling uh, that that touch of the Lord on my heart. Um, around the age of twelve, I was baptized, received the Holy Ghost, and uh, and have been on the journey ever since. But um, God is He's real. He is He has certainly touched my life throughout the journey, and um, and so, but I've never. I have always had always had great faith and belief in God, um, and it has um, in the course of of anybody's journey. You, you know, you learn to trust in God more and more along the way. Um, and so, so, there's a scripture that that really talks a little bit about uh, what God should do inside of us. And it's Colossians chapter three, verse sixteen. It says, "Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Let the word of God dwell in you richly." And so, when 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 anyone, when any any man or woman, young person, etc., when they are, when God moves upon them, and maybe for the first time in their life, and and they begin that journey of of walking walking with God, um, the Lord begins to change. He begins to bring, you know, transformation in, in your heart, in, in that person's life. Um, if they had some serious, um, maybe some uh, serious sin issues. When you, when you get touched by God, it affects every part of that person. And in uh, some things are, are taken care of in a moment. Other things it, it may take it may take some years. Um, but but when the Lord is working in a person begins a work in them that changes them for life. And if they will continue on in the Lord, you cannot but help to become a, a new person in this world in christ right and so destined for richness really is just a bible study that is we're going to talk about uh, talk about what the lord does in our heart what god does in our life um our life in this world is intentionally it is it is it becomes different than others around you who may not share your values and your faith in God, right? And so, you, um, I used to wonder, um, as a young Christian, if people thought the way I thought, if if they saw things the way I saw things, um, and even as it's just a, a young man growing up in church, serving the Lord, loving God, growing, just growing. Um, on fire for the Lord, and um, but I used to wonder if if they if if what I had, I wondered if if they saw things the same. Um, I could tell you after these many many years of serving God that that they people who do who don't share my my biblical foundation, my my being born of the water and the Spirit. If they are not a believer, if they are not a believer in the Lord, then they probably don't see things the way that maybe I see them or the way you see them. We are different. Um, God has made us different. And we're not that we are, uh, not that everyone cannot have this. This is for anybody. Um, anyone can receive the richness of God and anyone can receive that goodness of God that can Change our life. Um, I want to talk briefly just about the early church um, in the Book of Acts, and Brother Don has done some teaching in there, and I have thoroughly enjoyed it so much. Um, it's the Book of Acts. Um, you know, it's called the the Acts of the Apostles, but but really, it's the Acts of the Holy Ghost, right? <laughs> it's 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 God working through through His people in the church. Um, of course, we know in, in the very first in the very first chapter, um, it talks about how they were together. They were praying. They were waiting for something from the Lord. Um, they knew that it was coming. He told them, "Go to Jerusalem and wait and tarry until you be in, until you have received been endued with with power. Um, I will baptize you with the Holy Ghost and fire." And so the very in in the very in a very few days they would indeed um, the Holy Ghost would fall upon them about 120 and they would find out they would realize that that what they were waiting on it was something they had never experienced before. It would change the rest of their life. it would their life would never be the same. They would never just be fishermen. Arguing among themselves and, and being a follower, but now they, Christ had come and and it baptized them. Um, a a Christian author, I heard him uh, give his testimony about maybe about a year or so ago. Um, he's a, he's a tremendous author, and and he comes from a a belief in the Lord that. Um, he had never, it, it, for many years, he had been taught that, that um, the Holy Ghost in the form of, of receiving the baptism of the Holy Ghost, those days were gone. But he began to privately read the word and God began to speak to him about what he was reading in the Bible. And, and so he began in his private time, in his private prayer to ask God that if this Holy Ghost is real and the speaking in tongues and you know, as, as that evidence is real fill me with the Holy Ghost fall on me and he tells a story how that as a man well into his I don't know 50s or 60s how he received the baptism of the Holy Ghost it's an amazing story your life is never the same when you receive the Lord. You are changed. When you receive the Holy Ghost, you're changed. And and so throughout the Book of Acts, there's a wonderful story here. Um, you gotta remember they they didn't have the New Testament, right? They were they were they were living it, right? Um, the Apostle Paul was was later to become you know a a Christian. And by the word Christian in those days, um, it it means the same thing today. But they were they were living in the moment. They had, um, uh, in in fact, in in Acts chapter eleven verse twenty six, it says that the disciples were called Christians first in Antioch, and um, a, a, a city there in in Israel, um, and. And the reason for that is because Paul and Barnabas went there. This was following Paul's conversion, and and they were preaching there. They had been there about a year, and they were teaching the people about, about the Lord, um, about Jesus Christ. They had uh, never heard about Jesus Christ, but they began to talk about that man, Jesus Christ. The Son of the Living God, and 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 how He died on a cross, and how He was buried in a tomb, and was resurrected, and 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 the words, and and so there became many followers, many believers, and and so they were first called Christians in Antioch. There's a lot of first in the Book of Acts. It is a it is a powerful, powerful uh, story in in how the church was historically born. Um, to go back a few chapters in chapter number eight, you'll see here was Saul, you know, again, Paul, the the writer, right? Saul, it's his, it's his, it's his Jewish name and, or his Roman name rather in Greek. He, he made havoc by going into every house and men and, and taking men and women and putting them in prison, committed them to prison. These were first. Um, in verse number four, it says they were scattered; they went everywhere. This is talking about those new believers. Um, Saul had just um, had been, uh, played a part in Stephen's stoning, and 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 there was great persecution um, in this early church, this young church. And again, this is brand new. This is. And so they're living they they didn't have the they didn't have the the written New Testament yet right so but they had they had preachers they had leaders they had apostles they had elders that were teaching them and preaching and and they had the spirit that was moving in their life and and so the scripture says they went everywhere they scattered because of the persecution that was taking place they didn't go empty handed though that same God that had touched them on on the inside and filled them with the Holy Ghost, baptized in the name of Jesus. They took that gospel and they began to preach it everywhere they went. It had dynamically changed them and had transformed them. They weren't the same person. Um, Acts 8 is a is a dynamic chapter, and this is where uh, Philip went down to the city of Samaria, and the scripture says that he preached Christ to them. Again, you know, preaching Christ. If if you were to meet somebody from a from a different continent, and and if you were to ask them because you didn't know anything about them, if you were to ask them, "Are you Christian?" It doesn't matter if they're Muslim or, or Buddhist or, or whatever. But, or a Christian, if you ask them, are you Christian? They would know what you were asking. In those, in the book of Acts, you could say, are you Christian? And they would not understand what that term meant. It was, this was, this was the church being born, giving birth throughout the world for the first, it's beginning. And so Philip went to Samaria, went, began to preach the word of the Lord, to preach Jesus Christ to them. Um, They had wonderful, uh, wonderful signs and wonders. It says in verse six that that they gave heed to Philip's preaching because they could hear and see the miracles which he did. Verse seven talks about how unclean spirits that were inside of people, how they came out and they were delivered and how that the lame were healed. And so in verse eight, it says there was great joy in this city because of what was taking place with Philip's preaching. Um, They, with much belief, they received and they believed. Verse nine, there was a man, it talks about a man, his name was Simon, not Simon Peter. This is a different Simon. And he was a man that had, that used sorcery. And he really had deceived these Samaritans, made them think that he was some great man of God, and and the scripture says that he had um, he had really uh, led them astray for years. But Simon heard Philip's preaching, and and so while he was uh, listening, he began to believe. This man, um, historians think that it was he was Simon the Agnostic who who was a great um, wow. he was he was a pain in people's side back in in those days. But so, but Simon began to believe. He began to listen. Um, they baptized folks. There was great joy in the city. Um, great things were going on in, in the city of Samaria, and and so. Uh, but it says that in verse 17, Peter and John came down and he, they began, uh, they came down because they had not yet received the Holy Ghost. And I could go off on a little side story about that and, and talk to you about what that means. And, but they were, they were, they were hearing and experiencing things they had never heard before. And the scripture says that Peter, and John laid their hands upon these believers and that they were filled with the Holy Ghost. They'd already been baptized in the name of the Lord. And when Simon, this man had used sorcery to, to mislead the people, when he saw what happened with the laying on of Peter and John's hands upon people, he said to Peter, he said, here, I've got money. I want to purchase this power that you have. It's an amazing story. And it, it's a story, and we won't go any further into that piece of it, but it's a story of of people's lives being miraculously changed. It's a story about how that you can become a, a new person, made a new man. Um we have been around this for generations. Some of you, you're second, and third generation, fourth generation. Um my 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 children, my three sons, my my wife and I there, they are fourth generation. But it doesn't matter how many generations that you you have in your spiritual lineage, you've got to have it for yourself. You gotta lay hold of this yourself. Um you can't go on on mama or daddy's coattail you're going to go in the power of Jesus Christ. It's filled your body. It's changed you as a person. That's how you're going to go. It's, and it's not because you want to follow the signs and the wonders. It's because he changes you. He changes you. Isaiah chapter nine, verse six says, for unto us a child is born. A son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder. His name shall be called, and this is, of course, we know this is a messianic prophecy. His name shall be called the Wonderful, um, the Counselor. His name will be called the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. A son is given. A child is born. This is talking about Jesus Christ. There is something real about what we have, about the gospel, about the truth. I have, I have been blessed to see many people just miraculously touched, instantly touched, instantly delivered from sin because it's real. It's absolutely real. Um, I was in a class many, many years ago in the early 80s. And um, Brother Urshan had asked the question. He said, Is there anyone in here? And this was a class of believers, young men and women um, who had gone off to, to Bible school. And he asked the question Is anyone here who has never seen a real miracle? And I was amazed to see how many hands were raised I I really don't know how um, that they could not have maybe they just I don't know but but I thought man I I must be yeah I guess I've lived a wonderful in a wonderful place in our church in the church I came from because you know we we had people that were born of the water and the spirit filled with the Holy Ghost and that's a miracle into itself um, verse 7 says of the increase of his government and of peace there shall be no end that's the richness of God the zeal of the Lord and the Jehovah of hosts will perform this It's that's the that's the prophecy that took place thousands of, of years ago millennials ago and today it's here it's in the earth day. it's it's in it's in God's church. He has provided for for Christians, for people, for His church, His followers. Second Peter chapter or chapter one verse four, it talks about those precious and exceeding great promises that He has given to us. Exceedingly great promises. We have become partakers. of of that divine nature how is that even possible really i mean is is it really possible that that through believing on on jesus that you can become a partaker of his divine nature i mean uh, i ask i mean is it even <laughs> is that even a, a legitimate question and and i would tell you that Experientially, one hundred percent, yes. And um, it's not that, not that I, I, and and we don't have struggles, and we don't have to fight against the the natural man and the carnal man, and because we do, um, but we walk on and we continue to um, follow the Lord and to believe on God, and so. Having escaped the corruption from the corruption that is that is in this world, it is real. Um, when when you know in our in a lot of the ministries in First Church, um, we are seeing people be baptized and coming to church. The spirit moves on them. They feel it. They're going to recovery. God's doing a work in their life. And that's the power. It's the power of the blood. That's the power of 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 the Holy Ghost. Um Romans chapter one, verse 16. I I love this verse, verse 16, 17. It says that I, this is Paul writing to the to the Roman church. It was a congregation of Jews and Gentiles both, but he said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so I kind of my I kind of paused, I put a why with a question mark. And why not? Why are you not ashamed? Because he said, It is the power of God. It is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes. And so the gospel is real. When when a young man goes down into the waters of baptism, it's it's something takes place. Something happens when uh, when when a an elderly man or woman when they perhaps for the first time in their life they bend their knee to God and they feel a contrition, they feel an overwhelming sorrow but they feel God upon them and they begin to pour their heart out to the Lord it it doesn't it doesn't this this goes across all boundaries it goes across all denominational lines it goes it doesn't matter the age doesn't matter your background your history how good or how bad it it touches every person the same. It moves in the soul. It moves and it changes. It changes the person. It touches them. It is real, and you you became, you begin to to become something that you were not. In John chapter one verse twelve, um, and you know, in the beginning was the word. Words with God. the word was God, and, and so and it goes all the way through the progression. It gets to verse twelve, and it says, "But as but as many as received Him." To them, gave He power to become, to become what? To become sons of God, children of God. To become that, and it's not a magical formula. Jesus' name is not a magical formula. It represents God Himself, right? And and so when when you when you first go to that place of repentance and you pour your heart and soul out to God and you, and you agree and you you are obedient and you and you go down in the watery grave calling on that name of Jesus amen I love it when Pastor Don says Jesus and he baptizes them I love it people feel something and then when they receive the Holy Ghost if they haven't already received then they will receive the power of the, 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 the spirit of Jesus Christ himself and um, evidenced by speaking in tongues, they begin that journey of becoming something that they were not. It's a miraculous change. It's, they begin to see the wonder of God, the wonder of God. It's amazing. So first, it's it's really, it's our becoming, right, the richness of God, we get it, and it's 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 our becoming, you know, a person in the Lord. He begins to change the way you think, the way you talk, uh, what you read, what you listen to, and maybe even who you hang out with. I don't mean it's, but it's just you're on fire for God, and and um, it's it's been. Um, let's see, I'm um, I'll be sixty three this month. I know, but so it has been. Um, almost maybe 50, 51 years, I've I've been carrying around, bottled up, not really bottled up, but the Holy Ghost inside of me. And I remember my first experience in that like it was yesterday. Um, I remember how I felt. I remember how it impacted me. Um, it was amazing. It's profound. And so and so through that process of becoming um, something, becoming something in God, becoming something that we weren't, Uh, you know, in first Peter it says we were no longer, we were not a people, but now we're the people of God. We didn't know mercy, but now we have mercy. Right. Um, And and then what happens? We begin to step into the purpose of the Lord. We begin to witness. We begin to testify. We begin to help. We want to be a part of his kingdom. Something has changed and we begin to involve ourselves and and so we begin to to see the wonder of God. It is seen. The wonder of God is seen uh, in His church, in His people. Um, I, I referenced First uh, Peter chapter two, and and I'm wrapping this thing up here tonight. Um, but I, I want to read it. Let me get my glasses back on here. But so this passage of scripture really just kind of describes. Um, you know what he does in us. Um, and so let me read it here. Let me find it. He says, "You are a chosen generation. You are a royal priesthood. You are a holy nation. You are a holy person." Man, I feel like it. But God doesn't work in you, right? A peculiar people, a special folk that you should show forth the praises of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. The richness, the richness of God, is the richness of God. Hang on to it. Which in time past, we were not a people, but are now the people of God. Which had not obtained mercy but now have obtained mercy. And then Peter goes on and says, Dear beloved, I beseech you as strangers and pilgrims to abstain. And so now he is telling them, don't don't contaminate yourself with the things of of the flesh, uh, with the things that that war, you know, the lust of the flesh, the lust lust of the eyes, the pride of life, things that will corrupt you. Separate yourself from those things. Having your conversation honest, honest. your behavior honest among the Gentiles. Um, and it says by your good works which they shall behold. Which they shall behold. And so as God begins to do a work in our life, we begin to do things for Him. And um, we begin, and God, you know, it, uh, it begins to glorify God in in what we do, not because of our name, not because who our mom or our daddy is, or um, who our grandfather is. You know, it's it's because God has has changed a person. It's changed a person. It's changed a person. I tell a story quite a bit ever so often uh, about a woman that came to our church years ago and, and um, she had two children at home and she had been out all night um, mm-hmm. prostituting and doing drugs and drinking. she had never been in our church and she walked in that morning and the board was being preached and I mean, just the wonderful touch of God was there. The presence of God was there. People were worshiping, just loving the Lord at the end of the, of the preaching. The invitation was made for people to come and immediately Cindy came rushing forward, tears running down her face. And I remember we, we prayed for her and we felt God, we felt the touch of the Lord there. And, um, and the Lord filled her with the Holy Ghost there that morning. She came in drunk, but she left drunk on the spirit. <laughs> and um, she didn't know how to take care of her children. So the church, some ladies helped her and began to teach her and show her how to keep house, how to cook and how to be a mother. And and um, she became, became a beautiful person in God a beautiful person in God, how God had changed her. And, and we all come from different places, but we all receive the same thing, the same Holy Ghost I have, you have, Pastor Nathan has, Winnie bullwear has, the same, the same Holy Ghost that I have, you know, Vicki, you have, and Sister Venice, and Brother Don, it's the same one. It's, it's not a different one. It's that same spirit, that same gift of God that fills a person. And it transforms. It changes. It does a mighty work in your heart, in your life. It changes the way you think. It changes how you want to think. I I really believe I really believe that no long, no matter how long or how short you have served the Lord that we should be rich in him I said that the title of this would be destined for richness and when a person hears the gospel preached And they go, they go to that altar. They go to that place. They go. They, and I say, it doesn't have to be an altar. It's just just, it. It could be where they are standing. It could be where they are sitting. They could. They could be listening to it live um, via podcasts. You know, God is. He's. He's not bound like we're bound by you know by brick and mortar and we. You know, he. He can speak just like that that Christian author, for all these many, many years, decades, he has has served God. And then the Lord began to speak to him about that book of Acts experience of receiving the Holy Ghost. And he received it as an older gentleman, um, as an adult, for the first time. It is a precious gift. that, that, That blood of Jesus Christ that he shed for us, it is powerful. And people, the people of God are, we are destined for the richness of God, for the goodness of God. When you testify to somebody, there will be a difference. They will sense a difference. (sighs) Amen. I was, um, I was, I met a a, a gentleman uh, Monday and I I'm I'm about done here tonight, but, um, and his name was John and, uh, first time I ever met him and I, I didn't, um, he didn't know anything about me. I, I was, I'd come to his house to, um, do an inspection of his home for, for some insurance stuff. And, um, and so I was talking with him, and there was another man whom I had talked with uh, a few months before, and a few times, and, and 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 actually, I just met him in person for the first time. And we were talking about about his house and just about things. And this this man, John, looked at me. He said, "You know what?" He said, "Um," and and it kind of goes back to what I said when when you're talking to people. Don't forget what you have makes you different. If they don't have it, it makes and they will sense. And so he looked at me, he said, You know, I've been listening to you talk here, Tim, for a little bit. He said, You, it's, it's almost like you're a preacher or something. I look, and we weren't talking about God. We weren't talking about the Bible. <laughs> we were just talking. And it's just, again, it just goes to show that, that we carry something that this world needs and it's real it's rich it's alive it's alive doesn't matter what we go through in life he is there with us he's the light of our life amen he gave us life and light so it's um i don't know if y'all have any any comments today or not but maybe a testimony or something but i've enjoyed bringing this to you today thank you for listening to first church charlotte if this podcast has blessed you please rate it with four or five stars by doing so you'll help others find our free podcast Oh, 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 oh,